And now for an episode of Knuckleheads in Isolation, Drinking Black Coffee. Howdy doody, Kyle. Oh, Good morning. That's a coffee. How are you doing? I'm I'm fantastic. It is it is a wonderful start to this fantastic, amazing week. Yes, because no better I'm way just, to I'm, start your week than seeing my beautiful face. That that is a, a way to start your week. <laughs> so so everything yesterday went well. Have you figured out the live stream thing yeah. by now? Yeah. Yes. Our, so our live stream worked yesterday across all of our platforms. We had it on Facebook, we had it on our website, and we had it on YouTube. And I think that's the first time that we've successfully pulled off all three. Nice. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about myself this morning. Hashtag that platform. Yeah. Well done, man. I'm yeah. proud. <laughs> we we keep it simple. We throw it up on Facebook and hope for the best. And and I've given up. Now I put a disclaimer because I want it to be live while while we're going, um, because we have our drive-in service. And so I started as a watch party. And last week, we talked about how it transitioned yeah. over to a very Presbyterian church. Uh, very. <laughs> and like, I think they were basically preaching the exact opposite of my sermon, like on the authority of scripture and sufficiency of scripture. It was the polar opposite, uh, which was marvelous. And I had all of these comments like, what is going on? This week, I was like, I don't care. It's going to transition. And, and so I just put a disclaimer. We're not responsible for the videos that play after this or something like that. And, then, and so we ran with it. Because the same thing happened to Dr. Queen. And I'm not going to sit up there and try and like stop it and uh, while I'm preaching uh, and so forth. But, but yeah, we don't have to listen to, to our bald, beautiful faces. We brought in uh, the man, the myth, the beard himself, now the holder of the greatest beard in the SBC, because I think I saw Noah Oldham might be shaving his. Um, I, I think I saw a post like that. But So this now title, I, I am transferring it uh, to, to the man himself, Adam Covington. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, brother? Hey man, I'm doing great. I've got my coffee and I'm joining, joining in. Yeah. Thanks what, for that, Matt. Yeah, you're welcome. Best beard in the SBC. I, 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 so. If I get it from Beth, then I'm no real. <laughs> yeah, then, well, then, then you have to make a t-shirt. You got to make a t-shirt. Yeah, that, that could be how you, uh, you know, you, you raise money for the dome is if you can get Beth Moore to, to praise your beard, you can make a lot of money. Uh, for your organization, and, uh, and so there yeah, you that's go. an idea. Yeah, just throw it out there. But what about uh, a BH Car a new BH Carroll portrait with no beard? Ooh, I mean, that go. could be yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, instead <laughs> of painting over the cigar, you could paint over the beard. Um, but uh, <laughs> but, well, but uh, now, Matt, we have a we have a real life coffee connoisseur with us. You know, now we are like we're hobby drinkers. You know, yeah. but but I, I've been told that Adam takes coffee very seriously. And, and uh, I, so, so Adam, I have a confession to make. I have a confession to make before Adam tells this story. Adam, Adam, like, all right, it takes like an hour and a half for him to brew an eight ounce <laughs> cup of coffee because he he has to wait for the the water to get to the exact temperature, not not a hundred and twenty point two or point, I don't know what temperature it has to be. No points. He, he has to have it right one hundred and eight <laughs> right on the dot. And, uh, and then he, he ounces out, you know, the, the, the beans and grinds them up and all that kind of stuff. And here's, here's the best part. And I broke his heart is, um, I, I wasn't quite sure how I was going to feel about it. I threw a, uh, a packet of sweet and low in the cup before oh, I gave no. it to him thinking he wasn't no. going to see it or judge me. 
and uh and then he he's he takes no. my cup and he he's about to pour it. he's like did right. you put sweet and low in this i was like i did <laughs> and then it was the most like i've i've i haven't been judged that harshly by anybody other than my mother-in-law uh in <laughs> that moment and so maybe so, the lord that's maybe the name. lord yeah <laughs> on judgment day that's the only time it's going to come close uh adam tell us first <laughs> You're, you're kind of why you love to, to really take your time with, with coffee. Kyle and I, we, we drink it. I mean, straight, we would go to the gas hey. station, put our mouth under the nozzle if we had to, uh, that's, we, that's we right. just drink the coffee. You, you take <laughs> yeah. a little time. It's art for you. Tell us about yeah, your, man, your right. coffee. I mean, Kyle's got that fancy mug though. That's keeping his, the, appropriate temperature 135 degrees steady 135 okay yep (laughs) he's he's judging you right now he's just i promise you he (laughs) thinks that's too hot or something he's judging you yep yep i you know what i started drinking uh like really fancy coffees in um like when i was dating my now wife but girlfriend at the end of uh high school and we were drinking like cappuccinos and lattes and whatever starbucks could put the most syrup in and it was when i got to college i was actually uh doing a radio show that uh started at 5 a.m so this feels kind of natural right now and i would drink like this giant black coffee because it was all i could afford in college and uh just started chugging through the black coffee and i just love the variety you get out of um the beans the water the different heat different brew methods that kind of stuff so i could get really weird and into it uh but i'm afraid you'd use it against me one day matt <laughs> probably but i just you know it's 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 what uh it's what baptists can do instead of like picking their favorite wine varietals you know <laughs> yeah. like you talk about where this bean was grown and whose name it was that picked it you know if you get to that degree yeah so and so so our local um my, my favorite coffee shop back in the fall got their own roaster so instead of bringing bringing roast in they, they roast it right there which first of all is the best smelling stuff in the world yeah when you walk in and they've been roasting oh yeah um but then they also like got all these new roasts right so they have like a mexican mayan and i mean they have all this all this kind of stuff and that's i love going in there and just sampling all the all the different coffees and they'd ask you know so which one which ones you like and why yeah and, not right uh, now though love it no <laughs> sadly not <laughs> so, so so now i am yep. living off of my and, and drinking copious amounts of kingdom growers we, nice. we, we, had, we had jeff palmer on and we, we talked uh bdr and um and kingdom growers coffee and so i'm copious Good amounts of, of kingdom growers hunter and roast kingdom which is pretty great uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I did pick my mug today based for your sake, Kyle. Hey, Sun Studio Sun mug. Yes, you know? absolutely. Yep. That's right. That's fantastic. That's yeah. Love it. One of the things that that is nice about this isolation stuff is it has actually made me long for Folgers. I hate Folgers with a passion. <laughs> I, I don't care if you put sweet and low or not. I mean, you need to cover it with whatever you can throw in. There's, maybe there's even, no way to make Folgers good. Maybe no. even some cyanide will make it go down better. I, I don't know. But <laughs> oh, uh, the fact that on Sundays I can grab a cup in my little styrofoam cup um, that's in our little giant bun uh, percolator thingy, um, yeah, I mean, it's terrible stuff. But Sitting around uh-huh. with the guys and the gals from from the church and just talking about our week and what's coming up and what we're learning and, and how our family's yeah. doing all of that kind of stuff. I I I 
in all of this, and Kyle has heard this probably a thousand times, I know you have, that I really thought I was a preacher, not a not really a pastor. I struggled with some of the shepherding and, yeah. and some of that. And I really love to preach. What I've learned now is preaching is very secondary in my heart. Um, I thought that yeah. was, but but then the the case came without being able to gather and hug and talk and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, and I realized that that's what I enjoy the most and get the most out of Sunday. And so, so yes, all of this isolation has made me appreciate uh, the Folgers giant cans that, you know, last nice. a couple of months and, uh, you know, it's stale, yep. it's gross, but man, when you're drinking it with your members and your brothers and sisters in Christ, there's, there's something, I, I guess that covers a multitude of coffee sins. And that's uh, right. And yeah. so, so I we're grateful it, for man. that. Now, now yeah, awesome. Adam, Adam Covington, also known as a cuff, uh, here, here's my question for you. You oh boy. are a creative, uh, you're a photographer, videographer, uh, you somehow made me look presentable in a photo preparing for my pastor's conference, which we saw how well that went, uh, but, but you <laughs> love to take photos, you love to do all of this kind of stuff. Uh, Kyle and I, yeah, we're, we're not, I mean, we're, we're lucky if we remember to turn our phone, uh, you know, landscape or whatever for a picture <laughs> or a selfie, uh, talk to us yeah, when it comes that's to what grieves the Holy spirit. <laughs> yes. Talk, talk to us about when it comes to online services, maybe just a few, you know, cause sure. you've got people that are just figuring it out. Um, just a few yeah, tips yeah. to make the most out of their sermons or worship services that they're putting online. Yep. Sure. Yeah. The, the awesome thing that I've loved seeing in the last like couple of weeks is the fact that anyone can get online and get streaming with anything from an iPhone to an iPad to like this multi-camera production. And it doesn't really matter which one you have. It's kind of like that old, uh, my buddy Michael always says when people ask him which translation of the Bible you should read, um, he always says the one that you'll read. You know, like, no, right. no, 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 no. I know no, it's got to be the no, DSB. No. Okay. It's got to be this, this group, but it's kind of the same. Like, which camera works best for getting my service online? The one that you have access to um, and the one that you can get. And so I love that I'm seeing churches with like eight people live streaming and churches with a thousand. But um, honestly, the, the things that you can do are. Um, one thing that you, you learn early on is try to have the camera eye level. Um, I mean, that's, that's in general for videography across the board when you're shooting interviews, that kind of thing. Don't, don't, don't hold the camera in your lap and shooting up at your face while you're preaching. Yeah, like exactly. That's a real, that's a real simple one, but people are going to look their best if, if you're on eye level with them where the lens is on eye level with them it's it's the most flattering angle it even made the mat look good in his head it shot, did. you know good. <laughs> gave him a little turn there and all of a sudden yeah. boom if only you'd had a beard at that point you know? yeah don't bring that up again but uh, uh I, <laughs> but yeah i i had an idea um here here recently was a point of view uh, online worship services where <laughs> I could set up a camera in the very back row uh, for, you know, pointed at the pulpit uh, where somebody could um, tune in from a, as a back row Baptist. Uh, I also thought I could record one that was just black 
uh, black screen, but you could hear it. And that would be for one of my deacons, Jerry, who uh, his point of view is he closes his eyes during my sermon. He swears he's not sleeping. Uh, that's another option. And of course, the, the one right there in front row uh, or whatever. What, what do you think about that idea? Adam, where you could have a full immersive, you could transition between, hey, I want to be back. 360. <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. You should do it, Matt. Yeah, did you, I think did you hear great. that, Kyle? Did you hear that? Another compliment. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Adam is so kind and gracious. Oh, that, man. That, that <laughs> Inside, he's thinking, what an idiot. Outside, he's saying, oh, that's, yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle it, shoot him something. Complete experience. Yeah. Yes. So, so to the churches, because because we're still getting, um, I'm still seeing stuff on Facebook occasionally of, of somebody who, you know, maybe they've, maybe they've gone a couple of weeks without meeting. Um, yeah. But they, they feel like they had the technology to be able to, to set this up, um, and now you know, as as we're realizing that that we're not going to be back certainly by Easter maybe i think everything right now is still through the end of we're we're at least here in new mexico we in you know president trump's uh social distancing guidelines through the end of april yeah. um and i think there's kind of general consensus it could be even longer than that so so to so to somebody who's listening who maybe hasn't live streamed or done anything like that to this point um and suddenly they're realizing like god we've got to do something and sure. we can't go three months without without meeting so so what would your, what would your like baseline tips be? Like if all they have is a smartphone, how, what's uh, the easiest way to get them live streaming? Sure. Um, the, well, there's two things, honestly, you guys even talked about it a minute ago is picking your platform is one thing. And so you'd want to maybe think about what most of your members will have access to. Mm -hmm. Like we're even seeing that with my church here in Fort Worth, not every member, especially over the like 60 year old age is on Facebook. And so like some of them don't have internet either. And so, you know, we're looking at ways to deliver to them. But so think about your platform, like where you're gonna put it out. And then um, honestly, from a smartphone, you can, you can stream directly to Facebook or to YouTube, you know, set up your account. Um, it's easy to get a free account to stream to. Or it's it's really cool that there's all these options of uploading pre-recorded videos that you can then just set to go live or do a premiere, you know, through Facebook or watch party, that kind of thing. So if you're really worried about even internet quality, um, that's an option is just go ahead and record it on your phone, set it up, hit go, uh, hit stop, and then upload it and make, make that live when you're ready. And I've seen, and that's really helped some folks where the pastor is interacting with folks on the live stream when he rolls it, you know, live, because instead of being preaching in that moment, he's able to interact with his members as they're interacting with, you know, the text of the sermon. Yeah. And it's really, really neat. Matt, that's what you've been doing, right? You, you've you've pre-recorded yours and uploaded it, and um, yes, le leading uh, to like, some interesting things. But <laughs> yes, because it would take like it takes like two weeks to upload thirty minutes of video. Uh, and and we had a guy yeah. that visited from from Fort Worth. I'll I'll uh, share with you after the service, Adam, because I think you might know him. But he came sure. and he visited, and he had a shirt that said, "The weaker the Wi-Fi, the stronger the connection." Mm -hmm. And so I took a picture of his shirt, six feet away, of course, uh, took a picture sure, of his sure. shirt and showed it to our uh, our internet provider guy. 
uh, that's a member of our church to give them a hard time. I said, this, this needs to be y'all's like slogan. Um, but, but no, so we, <laughs> we set it uh, to, to upload or whatever. I start the upload and, and if I've got enough Wi-Fi to upload it in the office, I can set it as a premiere. Uh, but that hasn't happened the last two weeks. So I've had to send it over air to my phone and then get home, send it over air to my MacBook. And uh, cause that's oh, directly connected to my router. I upload it. But the, the weird bug in all of that is it takes away how long it is. Like so, somehow it, the, the file is like the files there, the videos there, audio, everything's the exact same, but it doesn't register that there's any time on it. And so I think like a Facebook uh, video that can be uh, premiered has to be at least three minutes. So it, it doesn't show up oh, that you can okay. premiere it. So I schedule it for mm. 11 o'clock. It goes live. And usually before I preach um, from, from our drive-in, I usually start a watch party and then I go back in and hurry to, to shut it off before it goes to like the Mormon church or something. And, uh, and so, so yeah, that's been working for, for our people. And, uh, but I think that's the key right now is, you know, not, not criticizing if, if a church can't do this or, you know, chooses to do this or whatever. We're trying to make the most of every day that we're given right now. And uh, in some of yeah. that, some people have the resources to pull off the great backdrops and, and really make it an immersive ex experience. And then some, it's just going to be the video, maybe them even holding it in their hand, uh, you know, portrait mode. And, and yeah, it might drive sure. people like you, you crazy in, uh, on the one hand, but on the other, you're like, he's doing what he can to get the message yeah. that God has placed in his heart into the ears of his people. And, uh, and that's what matters. That's right. And, uh, and so these are just yeah, a few exactly. ideas to, to maybe make the most of it. I level using your phone, using iPad, whatever you have, making it available and, uh, and then just, you know, pushing it out there. And, uh, and what we've seen a small church, big church, all of them are all seem to be kind of increasing their reach just a bit because more people are tuning yeah, in yeah. and uh, more people yeah. are struggling right now and looking for that hope. And so by all means, just to kind of carry something that Dr. Queen shared last week is make sure, uh, you know, we're always aiming to preach the gospel, I hope, but make sure you're sharing it very specifically, very clearly of how you can have a relationship with Jesus Christ, because right now people are hurting and people need that hope. And, uh, and we have the privilege to share that. Hey, Kyle, I, I just got to say, I know those that will listen when we put this on uh, the, the podcast for the audio won't be able to see the glory of your shirt, but those that are tuning in right now uh, will be. Your shirt says Texas forever, and that just warms yes. my heart. It, yes, it warms thanks. my heart almost as warm and, as this coffee. <laughs> and as I explained, I, I got this. I, this is the most Texas thing that I own because it says Texas forever, and I got it at the at the silos in, in Waco. Yeah. You're such a white girl. market, right? Now, now I've girl. been told, I've not watched it. I've been told that, that Texas Forever came from the Friday Night Lights TV series. Um, so I, I did not see that. So I just saw Texas Forever and, and went, yes, I need that shirt because Texas Forever. <sighs> so there you go. Whatever, whatever, Kyle. <laughs> um, and enough of that. Uh, we, we have somebody today uh, that has better hair than both of us. <laughs> a better beard than, than yes. me at the moment. Uh, and, and he's also one that like his facial hair changes more than the weather in Texas. I, actually, I guess, you know, the weather in Texas, you always say you, you have to wait just a couple of days and it'll change. But really in reality, 
uh, winter, summer, all of that kind of stuff rolls together between hot and just not as hot. Uh, but, uh, but any, yeah. anyway, I'm going to save myself from saying, you know, not as hot <laughs> as this guy. Uh, but this, this guy's name <laughs> is Aaron Ledford. He is Mr. Galilee in 1995, I think, if I remember correctly. You've got it right, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and he is a MDiv student at the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, the crown jewel of Southern Baptist Seminaries, of course. And uh, behind him, those that can see this, uh, we'll see that he's ha he's he's had a good week of behavior. It looks like their yeah, their family great. has uh, has homeschooled, and and one of those is surely his. It's not one of his kids, but I'm glad to see <laughs> you've been washing the dishes and making your bed and all of that good stuff. But but Aaron, welcome to the show with your big burly beard this morning, and uh, I'm I'm glad you're joining us. Uh, and and yes, you're a worship and administrative pastor at Inglewood Baptist Church, uh, not to be confused with the Inglewood Baptist Church in California. This one is in Grand Prairie, Tejas, my hometown, where I got so many speeding tickets growing up and, uh, and where I go back as often as I can. So Aaron, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing pretty well. Got that coffee going. You know, I actually used the uh, the preset feature on the coffee maker this morning. That's kind of an unusual thing for me. So, yeah. and but we, I've got it going. So there. That is that is believe it or not, it's not Matt's face that gets me up in the morning. It's that. It's the fact that I've that, that at five o'clock I hear the coffee brewing, and so I know when I finally, you know, when I roll out of bed, oh, the the, the coffee is waiting for yeah. me. You know, I actually enjoy the ritual of uh, of getting the coffee ready. Um, so I often don't use the preset feature, but this morning I did. And uh, it was nice to hear that coffee maker come on and the, those beans start grinding. And, mm -hmm. and here we are. Nice. You know, it's really wonderful. Is I think we both have the same coffee maker because it's the one that you recommended for me that grinds the beans and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I normally set it for 2.30, you know, a.m. Actually, usually about 2, 2.20 a.m. so that it's ready uh, when, when I come in here. Uh, but uh, recently our power went out and I set the, the time and the, the time for it to brew and everything. And I'm sitting there in the afternoon about to take a nap. And then I hear <laughs> and it, it's going off. I had not set it uh, for AM, PM, all that good stuff. And uh, so, so yeah, I had, uh, I just took that as a sign from God that I was to have yeah. another pot of coffee at uh, two thirty in the afternoon. Uh, but uh Aaron, you, you don't do that normally anyway. That's that's no, a that's I, an afternoon ritual here. I usually I've I've done a pour over in the afternoon occasionally. Uh but for the most part I kind of I, I stop drinking, you know, once that pot is gone, I'm I'm done. Well, let me be very clear in case somebody takes that out of context. The pot of coffee is gone. Uh you know I know yeah. we're in New Mexico, you never know. Uh, but uh, but but when that pot of coffee is gone, I'm I'm usually pretty done, and I'll nurse that through the morning and then the afternoon. I might do a pour over, but yeah, I, I took that as a sign from God to just have another one. And uh, so, of course, that there night you go. I just stayed up all night. <laughs> yeah. So, Aaron, uh, what recently I posted a uh, a little video of uh, a sermon fail that I've had, and and. 
in, in at the risk of ruining a, a live video with Kyle, I won't share about a previous one that ruined an episode of Not Another Baptist Podcast when I could not say resurrection. Uh, but oh, rec no. recently, I was, I was trying to talk about how, you know, the gospel is to be on the tip of our tongues, but far too often it remains hidden behind the fence of our teeth. And so that was the, that was the thing. I've used the line a number of times. I've learned, I heard it from somebody years ago, and, and I love it. Uh, it's a great reminder. Uh, but when I was doing it and recording the video, I said, uh, hiding uh, behind the uh, fence of our teeth. And, uh, and, and you know, when, when you record your sermon, theoretically, you could start over. Um, technically, I could probably edit it in the video software, you know, to at least cut that one word out. Uh, but it was at that point where I had recorded, I'd already started a couple of times and restarted and then restarted and again and again and again, because I just couldn't get my words out good. And uh, so it was at that point, it's later on in the sermon that I was like, no, I'm done. I'm rolling with it. And so I just used it as a chance to laugh at myself. Well, I posted that video and I got a lot of encouragement. Thanks for reminding us that, you know, pastors are human. We mess up, da, 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 da. You know, even had a note from, uh, you know, from, from a few famous guys. You know, this happens to all of us. Well, Aaron Ledford, or maybe Carice Ledford, <laughs> your beautiful wife, uh, posted a video of a recent worship service from you. And as the worship pastor, you, you kind of messed up a word. And uh, why don't you share what happened there? And, and then my favorite was the reaction of your son. Maybe share some of that. Oh, yeah. so uh, we, we've actually been streaming services at our church for a while. But uh, uh, on any given Sunday, you know, uh, I'm, I'm spending those last few moments moments before uh, church service, getting those things ready in the balcony, and then I run down to the front and pretend all of that tech stuff wasn't happening in the background. Well, now that we're in uh, the COVID season, we've been pre-recording our services. So this was our second Sunday to pre-record our service, and uh, our pastor uh, met me at the right time, and we were going to do the whole service live, and I was switching the slides with a Bluetooth foot pedal. And I had a Bluetooth keyboard kind of hidden out of view and I was switching between camera views and playing the guitar and it just wasn't working. Um, so uh, finally I let him go ahead and preach his sermon. I'm like, Hey, I'll figure out the music. You go ahead. I'll put the music in later. And that's when uh, the bad thing happened that you were talking about. Seeing that song, Live Hope. And, uh, and I just got the lines mixed up. Um, um, and Matt, I don't know if you could tell from the video that I was perspiring a little bit. <laughs> well, little... you you perspire when it's like twenty eight degrees. Uh, so That's true. But but certainly during a live stream, yes, you you are a sweater. Yeah, it was it was one of those um, Texas days that you were mentioning earlier. It was on the hot side, and uh, you know we're we're being being uh, financially responsible at our church. The AC has been turned off, so I'm sweating away, and I'm trying to turn those uh those slides on the screen and i just man i got the lines mixed up i said what i say hallelujah uh death has lost its grip on me so i sang the next and mixed the two lines together and uh and then just kind of made a face and i did what you're not supposed to do if you're you know performing you broke, something you, live. Yep, I, you broke character oh yep. man i made a face <laughs> and i left the screen and oh it was horrible 
And, yeah, uh, all the curse words were great. Yeah. That was a nice touch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Now, yeah. now, Aaron, you and, you and Matt have known each other for a long time. Right, and and even served on staff in, go. in a couple of in a couple of churches. Gee. You know, oftentimes we'll ask we'll ask you know guys that have been in the pulpit a long time for their their most embarrassing pulpit you know fail or whatever pulpit story. Here's what I want: I want your best Matt Hensley story that you can tell on this oh, show. <laughs> best Matt Hensley story. I don't know. I mean, the one that comes to mind first, and it's not not necessarily all that embarrassing. It's just that uh, there was a camp down in uh, South Louisiana <laughs> that we worshiped for for many years. And, uh, and the, the guy who was the perpetual speaker at the camp had a, had a way of, of doing really, really long invitations, like talking hours, not minutes. And, and uh, so I was talking away up there at the panel one night after about an hour, and Matt had gone on and probably called his wife to see how she was doing and he had gotten a, a snack and all that kind of stuff and he came back in he's like hey man is there anything I got to do for you so I sure would love a coat <laughs> and uh so he went and got me a soft drink and uh came back and uh, he took my place there and, and finished out that I think that was about a two-hour invitation that not, not sermon so, invitation no uh -huh. invitation yeah yeah it's pretty long. Wow. I think. And then, of course, there was the. I, look, at that point, the Holy Spirit might have fallen asleep. I mean, my word. Well, yeah. so, so you say that. There, there was another year. It might have been the very next year. We, we went to a different campground. Uh, I don't remember which one it was. Uh, but Aaron and I were, the best way to describe it would be we were over it. And uh, we, we were planning the, the invitation or whatever. It's going on. <laughs> And I don't know, you know, just as I am, what, whatever we're playing. And we decided, and, and maybe it was me. It, I don't want to put that on Aaron. Um, maybe it was him. I don't know. But I, I just remember uh, we, we went from just as I am or whatever was a normal invitation song into the happy song. And we decided if it's the Holy true. Spirit is truly moving, he can move in and through and in spite of the happy song. And uh, the speaker was not thrilled with us whatsoever. Uh, but uh, no. but the one that came to mind for me, Aaron, you might have you you might have been about to share the story. Uh, it was after one of our concerts. We we had this band from when we I was a freshman at DBU. <laughs> I, I don't know what what you were at that point, um, but he Hard was my roommate, and uh, and we we started this band together, Fragile Stone. And we were serving together in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I don't know what happened, but I was so mad at him. And, and I called him a tool and then I ran off. I was, I was done. I was so angry. And uh, that so was I called my him next a story. You stole it. Yeah. Well, go ahead and tell it. I, I want to hear it from your, because I, I know how it ended and it ended <laughs> deliciously, might I add, at On the Border. Uh, but uh, but I want to hear you share the story because man, I was mad at you. I don't know what happened, but gosh, I was mad. I well, I forgot about on the border, but surely endless enchiladas were uh, part of that story. If, yes. if we went to on the border, yeah, yeah, I think I think we were doing some kind of Halloween thing, and uh, and you were at the time not really into the whole uh, Halloween alternative thing. Yeah, I was worshiping uh, Satan, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
And so you weren't thrilled to be there. And then when uh, when it was all said and done, you were eager to get back home because that's where you wanted to be in the first place. And I must have said something about, hey, help out or whatever. And, and that's when the whole tool thing happened. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was fun. Somewhere, and what was what was even greater is that we had put together maybe three or four concerts in a row, which well, like for normal musicians, that's probably a normal good weekend. But for us, that was a big deal because we never did things in a row. We always spread them out like months or uh, or maybe years. And so we went to like two or three other churches that weekend and, and put on a, a worshipful face after we had had that lovely uh, dispute. We were not thrilled with one another. But yes, it ended deliciously <laughs> because we... Uh, we, we went to, on the border, we had endless enchiladas. And at the time, I was about 300 pounds. Aaron was, what were you, about 260, 250 or something? You, you were bigger. Two, probably 250, yeah. There, there, was a, there was an elephant between us, and uh, not, not just the elephant <laughs> in the room. It was just, that's what we ate on a normal day. And so we went to on the border, ordered some endless enchiladas, and we worked out our differences, uh, proving that Baptists, uh, when, when you eat together, you can work out anything. And uh, right. so and we, we, we saw that in the book of Acts, right? I mean, that's what they said. They, they ate together often. So, yeah, yeah it's awesome. Well, well Aaron, uh, you, you guys put the whole thing uh, on for, for worship. You do the music, you do the sermon, all of that. Of course, because y'all have the, the CCLI licensing to do so. A lot of churches are just putting the sermon. Uh, what, what are some tips maybe for uh, getting the, the whole band together uh, or, you know, just you as a worship leader to, to still kind of have some worship uh, for, for your folks through singing. Of course, we believe, uh, Kyle and I, and, and I know you as well, that worship isn't just the music that we sing. Uh, it's the prayers that we pray, the, the offerings that we give, the yeah. sermon that we preach. All of that is worship. But through the music part, what are just some tips that you would give to, to worship leaders or pastors that may want to bring in some music uh, into their, their live streams? Yeah, uh, so for us, at least during this season, we're, um, I haven't asked any of the other musicians to come in. It's just just a little easier to do it myself. And so I tried to, uh, tried to pick some songs that apply, of course, to the, the time. Try to give people some hope. Sometimes singing those hymns of the faith and even some newer songs that talk about placing our hope in Christ is a, is a good reminder to folks. And uh, in general, because people are watching online, I mean, you guys know, People have a shorter attention span online, so we're we're trying to shorten things a little bit as far as the worship service goes, the singing, and uh, and that that seems to help. Um, besides besides the worship time, uh, my wife and I have tried to do a few informal worship times here at home, and and people have uh, have watched. In fact, we had a, a hymn sing this past Thursday night, which was great fun. Uh, because, you know, hymn singing is just code word for stump the guy who's singing hymns. Oh, yeah. And so uh, uh, as it so happened, the only hymnal I had in the house was a Presbyterian hymnal that I'd picked up at a garage sale somewhere. And uh, so a whole lot of the folks that were commenting online, of course, are not familiar with the Presbyterian hymnal. And they were asking for, uh, you know, Southern gospel songs, which you won't find in the Presbyterian hymnal. So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's always a good plan. Got, you got to keep the heavenly highway hymnal on, on right. hand for those. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Shake ain't, notes, baby. Ain't yeah. it a shame? Well, well uh, ain't well, it a shame? 
one one idea for for folks, particularly maybe worship leaders, is is let people submit a uh, a hymn number, whatever it is their favorite hymn, and and then each night uh, maybe post y'all y'all singing it, and people can tune in. You know, maybe do a live video yeah. or whatever. I've I've seen a guy out in Cary, uh, North Carolina, worship pastor that they've they've just asked people to submit a, a hymn. He does a little post, maybe one in the afternoon, ask for that you know, hymn number two, holy, holy, holy. And, and then he and his wife get together, sometimes their kids, and they just sing the song. Uh, but, uh, but yes, during this time, you know, we still want to find ways to sing. We're finding creative ways to, to give, to pray, all of that uh, together. All of us are kind of figuring it out as we, as we go, making the most of it. But Kyle, why don't you send us out yeah. uh, before Kyle tells us any other uh, embarrassing stories about me? <laughs> yeah. Well, until next time, may, may your hearts be filled with song and may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. 